I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Well, you whacked her on the head. <laughs> you whacked her on the head. Like, yeah, I did whack her on the head. Not hard. Well, well, well. Look who's back. The bee is back. The bee is back. In following the greats of Bethany Frankel, uh-huh. Brandy Glanville, allegedly, mm-hmm. and now here's Brendan Davis. Here he is. Uh, with the audacity to come to my home after skipping my hibachi birthday. Excuse me. While you were doing hibachi, I was in San Francisco trying to make it in this economy. (laughs) Did you make it? Yeah. Okay. I made it. We did an event there for work the week before I was chilling in Cedar Rapids, which was truly fun. And by fun, I mean, I took 13 lifts in two days. Did you make, are they chatty there in Cedar Rapids? Oh yeah. The... Lift driver, the lift drivers are chatty. Um, my first lift driver was named Marietti, and I'm Ooh. from Marietta. No, I do. Uh, 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 Marietti was a woman. Yes, I do. She told me about her cats. I do. I don't mind if the lift driver who's chatty is a woman. Yeah, um, she was chatty. We had one named Becky who brought us to lunch. She With good was hair? chatty. I didn't really notice. I was like <laughs> looking at my phone. Um, she was chatty, but all in all, a great experience. Wow. I understand why the candidates want to be there, you know? They want to be eating uh, corn dogs and 
pork chops on a stick. I did not have a corn dog, not a one. So I guess the fair is over by the time you were there, like the county fair or whatever they go like to. Like the state fair? The state I think fair. they go to the state fair. I don't know if that's in Cedar Rapids. Sure. It's a pretty big state, I think. Um, but known, I was Known for their corn? They are known for their corn. Yes, their corn. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was told specifically this, but I think by Marietti. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her, her name might be Mariette. Okay. She told me about, she has four cats, and she told me the origin story of the four cats. That's, I would have opened and rolled out the, the car door. <laughs> no, I don't think so. She was great. She was great. Um, what else? Um, San Francisco was great. I went to the Castro. Sure. Um, That's where Britney Spears is going to perform at the iconic Castro district. Isn't that so... Good morning, America. I remember that. Yeah. I went out to dinner, went out to a bar for my coworker's birthday. It was great. All great time. Wow. So not only did you not celebrate my birthday, you celebrated someone else's birthday. Oh, on actually on your birthday, because oh, that was last Saturday. Sick, yeah. Yeah. We did not have hibachi. We had Italian. Let me tell you, hibachi... Still good to this day. I actually want to go to a bocce After place. trashing it in the lead up to my birthday. I did not trash I did not trash it. I said the last time I went to a bocce, Benihana, it left everyone smelling like Benihana for days and weeks. I smelled great going in. I smelled great going out. That might have been a Benihana specific experience mm. because when I was a young person, we used to go to Bachi all the time when we would go visit my dad in Florida. And um, I do not remember the smell situation. Look at these what commemorative, commemorative uh, Saki? drink glasses okay. that we have. We got a samurai. We got a geisha. Okay. Fun was had by all and you were missed. I actually, I want to go back. Okay. What was the place called? Uh, Airy Rang. Not sponsoring us, but I'm willing to give them the shot. I would like one of those in my home. Oh my God, we can go back and then we can paint them. Uh, They're already glazed. I know, but we can paint Mm, them. Okay. When I was a kid, my mom would leave us home a lot. Okay. Because she was a single mother, not just because she, she would like she had enough summer breaks. Like she would still have to go to work, so me and my sister would hang out at the house. Sure, and we would like find pots to paint, and that mm. was like a big part of my childhood was painting these giant pots outside on the porch. Yeah, in the neighborhood, me and the neighborhood kids like found big stones, mm-hmm. and we painted them, and then the five of us would go door to door trying to sell the stones as paperweights. Oh, God. And some people actually did buy it. How much a paperweight? I think we were charging like two bucks. Oh, I would buy that. Yeah. Inflated for this economy would be how much? Like It would be like 20. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this was back in the... Dan was born in 1950. <laughs> wow. Uh, Should we get into some news? Sure. Okay, so... We jury's out on whether we're going to cover Drag Race moving forward, but we wanted to dip in a little bit because something new is happening in the Drag Race world. Drag Race UK is airing for the first time ever. It's the first season. We haven't watched it yet ourselves because it hasn't started airing here yet. But although, if you, I think you could sign up for Wow Presents Plus or something. It's a thirty day free trial and then three ninety nine a month or thirty bucks for a year. Okay. Um, I will not be signing up, but, but we have um, Connor Bean really can't stop trying to step on my neck and take over this podcast. I mean, the fans were. I know. I know. I want to. I've said I want to. I want to go. Let him replace me. Move to America, bench. But here he is. Hi guys, it's Connor. 
recent Come Through Queen guest host. I just watched Drag Race UK on Way Presents Plus. It went up within like 10 minutes of it being available in the UK. So that's a big plus, no pun intended. Very fun first episode. The cast is very strong. The production value in general is pretty great. I thought the lip sync and the runway portion wasn't quite as well shot as the US one. And some of the lighting on RuPaul was not quite as flattering. But overall, it was very enjoyable. I think it has a lovely British queer sensibility that sets it apart from the first series. So I think if you're looking for a new take on the show, you should give it a go. Um, a lady just went by on her bike and made a noise. Sorry about that. But yes, very impressed with the first episode. I think if you're not sure about it, you can get like a free trial for Web Presents Plus. So I'm like, well, just give it a go. And I think it's on Logo on Fridays as well. So yeah, check it out, girlies. Mm. Oh, I miss that Irish man already. Wow. Come back, Connor. So I think, uh, like, right now, this is airing when I wish All Stars was airing. Agreed. And All Stars 2, let us not forget, aired at this time in 2016 before the world went up in flames. Wasn't that such a simpler time? Yeah. It was like All Stars 2 was out. Hillary Clinton was going to become president. Yeah. No, I, I have such a vivid memory of watching an All-Stars 2 episode in L.A. The Billy Bush tape leaked. Oh, the wow. debate was like the next day. Wow. All while I was in L.A. Wow. And I remember was, watching... It's like a moment in time. Um, an All-Stars 2 episode and then trying to bring my friend to his apartment because he was kind of drunk but then mm. he kept on mooning 6th Avenue and then oh my god and then I saw Judith Light and she lit up your life and she lit up my life um, I'm gonna tune in to Drag Race UK um, it's gonna that's gonna be a nice Friday night treat for me if I'm Mm-hmm. I can switch over from Triple D, yeah. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and over to... <laughs> That's so sick. No, tune, tune in the comments if you love that show and you think that Guy Fieri is a good person. Uh, I prefer a grocery game over uh, Triple D. Oh, I love grocery games also, so that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Let's Dan see. wants to famously be on Guy's Grocery Games, but we have all informed him that he doesn't move fast enough in the kitchen I know, to be on a show like that. Love, as Mariah Carey once said, love takes time. Okay. So let's move on to something that else is taking time. Jill Zarin and Bethany Frank will be becoming friends again. Okay. Jill Zarin's ruining that potential by speaking out to... This is page six. Page six, the... the Paper, Paper record. record. <laughs> so Jill Zarin is putting in her two cents when it comes to Bethany Frankel's Roni exit. She said on Jeff Lewis Live, <laughs> I love that she just like goes there. <laughs> like she's like going to the doctor. He's also an, someone who just needs to shut his mouth. He like is still talking. Didn't he get his daughter expelled from yes, her yes, preschool because yes. he talks about it on yeah. his radio show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jill said on Jeff Lewis, I think she was done. She certainly started a lot of new projects. She's getting more into Hollywood. <laughs> Zarin added that she heard Frankel, who announced she was leaving the reality show in August, is looking to make a new show aimed to help women with their businesses. Jill said, she's one person. How can she be in both places at the same time? If she really wants, if she really wants to do that on the West Coast, she can't be in New York. <laughs> Zarin also commented on how the women don't usually speak outside of filming. Bethany is the first to say that she doesn't have a relationship with the girls other than filming, that it's a job. I think she's got enough freedom and choices now to move on. And, you know, I always feel like Bethany knows when the party's over. I think she feels it's on the downswing, I'm guessing, and she never wants to be the last man standing. 
So it, to the, this to me is like really clear that they don't speak at all mm. because I think Bethany is spending a little bit of time in LA, but she's spending most of her time in Boston. Oh yeah. Well, she, she did buy some property up in Boston. She listened to Augustana and she went to Boston. You, do you get the reference? Of course I do. That song came out while I was in Boston. While you were in Same. Boston, we were all in Boston. It came out like the summer after my freshman year of college. Mm. So it like pinged my heart. Yeah, I, think, I was like, oh my I God. Think I think I'll go to Boston. I think I'll dump this girl that I'm dating <laughs> and go to Boston. <laughs> you know I dated someone between freshman and sophomore year. A girl. In Marriott or uh-huh. in Boston? Okay. In, in Marietta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Madison. We're still friendly. This is a shout out to your ex. <laughs> shout out to my ex. We didn't really date. We just like went on a couple of dates and held hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. Okay. Brennan, tell us how Garcelle Bouvet and Sutton Strack are fitting in. Okay. So <laughs> Sutton Strack um, had, is opening a store called Sutton in mm. West Hollywood. Blocks away from Sir. Not to be way. confused with Sutton Place in New York City. True, which I hope she moves. So this is from Us Weekly, that, and they say, Are New Diamond still a girl's best friend in Beverly Hills? <laughs> they, they tried it. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 10 cast dist, dished exclusively to Us Weekly about their new co-stars, Garcelle and Sutton. Erica Jane told Us, I think Sutton's got a lot of personality, so she'll fit right in. Who cares? <laughs> What do you have to say? Dorit said, we're all here to support Sutton. She's great. She's a great addition to the group. She's fun. She's full of life. And she's got some exciting things on the horizon. So we're all excited to see it. I love Garcelle. She's so wonderful. Great spirit. She's super (laughs) sweet. She's fun. She's funny. All right. Pause. Two things. Number one, pictures from this event, Dorit looks 12. Number two, you pointed this out to me. That Dorit is like really trying to support Garcelle. Yeah. Like every everything she, uh, Garcelle posts on Instagram. Yeah. Dorit's got like a string of hearts. Love it. Love, 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 love. I'm just trying to support them both. You should see like when I type into my desktop browser, I say Instagram.com, the first two options are first Garcelle, second Sutton's track. I famously don't follow any... West Coast housewife on any social media. I follow Garcelle Sutton. Those might be the two from Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I used to follow Erica, and then I follow Shannon. Oh, and I follow Bronwyn. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's get back into the story. Teddy Mellencamp, meanwhile, said, um, it's so great to add more girls to the mix. Ugh. Everybody's got great big Persona- fun personalities, you know. I'm sure there will be a lot of fun and a lot of juicy stuff that happens as well. Um, she went on to talk about um, Vanderpump and how they moved on from the drama. She said, after the reunion, we all kind of kept in touch and we have some real friendships here. Really ruining the illusion. <laughs> I know. Um, so this is what Sutton said when asked if uh, she feels pressure to fill Lisa Vanderpump's shoes on the series. She said, why would I? You know, I think it's an honor to be on the show, and I'm excited to just step in and be myself. I'm not anybody's replacement. I'm not going to try to be someone that I'm not. I'm just going to be myself and live my life, and I want other people to see that 
what I'm doing here. Because um, it's really fun, and I'm so blessed. I have a great life, and I just want to spread the love and spread the fun. I love the idea that anyone thinks she's replacing Lisa Vanderpump. I know. Also, that like quote had big um, Ramona Singer energy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I see it. Um, then Garcelle agreed. She said, I feel like this is a new slate, you know? It's a clean canvas, and I'm coming in uh with my own thing i don't feel like i'm replacing her i don't think anybody can replace her which andy also said i just feel like i'm gonna be me you know um and i'm doing so many other things have a netflix show coming out thanksgiving called wait okay she has a netflix show coming out during thanksgiving called merry happy whatever with dennis quaid does she mean a netflix movie because that sounds like a like a Christmas movie that comes out on Thanksgiving. Maybe it's a. Maybe they're trying a Netflix series on Thanksgiving that's Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's doing um, "Tell Me a Story" with Kevin Williamson. Something this piece didn't say, but uh, the Page Six article pointed out was that there were two other guests there: Jennifer Tilly, which makes sense, obviously, mm. because she's best friends with Sutton, which gives give, a window. Give Jennifer Jennifer Tilly a confessional. F O H. Right now. Um, everything that Sutton posts, Jennifer Tilly is in the comments being perfection. And then the other person who was there was Eileen Davidson. <gasps> Another FOH. So this is the at least second time Eileen has filmed with the Beverly Hills Housewives that we know of. Okay. Quickly back to Jennifer Tilly. You know who Jennifer Tilly gives me the same energy as? Who? Debbie Mazar. No, I mean, I see, I see what you mean. Like, they're both, like, rough and tumble women. I see what you mean. I think Debbie Mazar has it, like, is more, like, streamlined in a lot of ways, Mm, where Jennifer Tilly's, like, kind of a fun mess. I mean, we saw Debbie Mazar in in Dinosaur Barbecue. I know, but she was wearing, like, that pink, I mean, that uh, red leather look, and she almost seemed out of place. No, she seemed like... Part of the fun. Okay. At Del- at Dinosaur but Barbecue. like Debbie Mazar like does like celebrity. I mean, sorry, Jennifer Tilly does like celebrity poker. Mm. She's a poker player. I met her people in Vegas. Well, yeah, I could picture Debbie Mazar sliding up to the poker table. No problem. You know who did? Um, <laughs> there was that show Celebrity Poker that Joy Behar made an appearance on. Oh, as a player or just like a supporter? As a player, yeah. Oh my god. Um, there's a clip. It's probably from like 2000. I would say like 2006, 2007. There's a clip online. Google it. Is it? Is this my imagination or is Shannon Elizabeth also a poker player? She. It's not your imagination. It was a big part of her. Um, big brother being on Big Brother. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which did you finish Big Brother? That did would you? that would imply I started it, which I watched two episodes. I. Stayed on Big Brother longer this year than I did any other season. Wait, can you quickly fill us in? So there was there there was like a racist thing that happened yep. at the end. So the big thing that happened was there's always racism that happens. I know, in of, course, House. of course, of course, but for the first time that I've seen it since like um, the season where Andy Heron won, where yeah, like the where people actually like, got publicly yeah, confronted, yeah. Um, Julie Chen during the finale confronted the guy who ended up winning about yeah. his racism in the house so that when he won, he was like, 
stunned and shocked and like he didn't get to actually enjoy his win mm. because, and he shouldn't because he's yeah. a racist piece of shit but what like what what happened for there were several instances um that i don't like really want to go into but like obviously the first four players yeah. out were like the people of color sure, like yeah, that yeah. typical stuff and there were obviously comments made um on the on the um feeds okay um there was the n-word thrown around according to it's it's i watched the clip and like mm-hmm. some people think it wasn't actually real but okay. like i think that's what it was getting at and it was huh. by the guy who won i believe huh. um i wasn't into like feed feed yeah, culture yeah, yeah, yeah. so i kind of found out about that stuff on twitter sure, 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 sure. but it sort of became known that the guy who won was a racist piece mm. of shit and one of the other guys who looks like um uh, Jason Momoa, also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. racist piece of shit. Oh, interesting. But then America's favorite player was the oh, girl the from nerd. Staten yeah. Island, the little nerd. Oh, she's from or Long Staten Island, Long Island. Yeah, yeah. The uh, gay Island guy was Staten. The gay guy was Staten. And Island. also the lesbian. No, she's from Jersey, and Staten Island and Jersey are famously close. No, I think she like moved to Jersey. Oh, yeah. They all do, don't they? <laughs> okay, speaking of Jersey, <laughs> Joe Giudice. Granted request to return to Italy before deportation case ruling. So, E! News reports Joe Giudice is going back to Italy. Teresa's husband, Joe, was granted permission to return to his native country as he awaits a final decision in his deportation case per court documents obtained by E! News. On September 24th, Joe filed a request to have the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement release him from custody and send him to Italy. Two judges signed off on the request. This past Wednesday, per the request, the family's attorney, James J. Leonard Jr., previously said Joe wishes to be released so that he can begin working and contributing financially to his wife and four young children. It is unknown when exactly Joe will go, go abroad. His rep did not immediately re- respond to uh, for comment. Uh, Teresa has been married to Joe for 20 years, and she has not issued a statement either. Sad. How do you feel? Well, it's what he wants, but I just, like, I'm wondering what mm. it's going to look like for the rest of us, you know? Like, what, with with all of this stuff that's been going on and with people saying that Teresa has moved on and, like, there might be yeah. other boyfriends in the picture. Yeah. Like, is Bravo going to send cameras over with Joe? Mm. Are we going to be seeing a lot of FaceTime action? Well, what's interesting in terms of timeline right now is we got the Dallas, not Dallas, Atlanta and... Jersey trailers like a day apart and they're premiering a few days apart mm-hmm. from each other. Atlanta's still filming. Jersey, I feel like, has wrapped for quite some time. I know, but Jersey loves to pick up, to pick up the cameras whenever Teresa and Joe have yeah. jail stuff going on. Well, especially we talked about how much we loved the Potomac finale right. where we got the whirlwind of like footage in between finale and reunion yeah i think we're in a new whole new world with um bravo and like i was surprised atlanta when we got the trailer they were still in greece yeah you know i i I think they were they were still going to greece right like they were boarding the plane or something right um yeah okay so we'll see we'll see let's take a quick break and we'll be back with potomac oc and dallas And we are back with the last part of the Potomac reunion. Woohoo. 
I am assuming you've caught up with the three parts. Yes. What are you feeling? What are we doing? I think that Potomac has really reached another plateau as far as their stance in the Housewives universe. Mm. Um, I think that after season two, everyone was kind of like, eh, eh, whatever. The past two seasons, especially this season, have brought them to a new level. I think people are talking about Potomac for the first time Mm -hmm. ever. Um, I think that these reunions prove why. They're the most watchable of the franchises to me right now. Yeah. Like I want to spend time with these people. Like I might even want to be friends with some of them, which is Mm -hmm. weird. You Um, want to be a bandit. Yeah. I want to be a green eyed bandit. Um, I have blue eyes and I will tint them. Sure. Um, I, one of the thing that things that's like evidence of like them being so watchable is that when they bring the men out, I'm like, Good. Like, Where are the men? Like, I like watching most of these men. So, I'm, like, on the same page with you on one hand, and on the other hand, I feel like the Michael Darby thing, first of all, in the tr- trailer for the preview, felt like it was such a big part of it. Right. And then it was dragged, and then they made it seem like it was going to happen the second part. Right. And then it didn't. It was just him creeping around. Mm-hmm. And then it was the... Most of the third part. Right. So, like, that part of it, I wasn't crazy about. Okay. Also, like, when I say I like most of these men, he is excluded from... Mm -hmm. He's the... Exclusion, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I... I, These women, I'm glad cameras are already up. Um, I just hope they don't make us wait between cameras being down and when it airs like they have the past couple years. Oh, no, they love to film two years prior. Yeah, they they film so far in advance for this one where, like, others are resting. But I think I think there is buzz in the air for them, you know? I think Bravo knows when there's buzz and will fast-track Housewives, which is why we had those insane years in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. We kind of got a Sooner New York... This past year. Yeah. Yeah. Though I didn't like that as much because I like New York fully in fall and winter. <laughs> yeah. We know you do. Yeah. You're, you're high season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, where are the men? They're here. Juan's here. But like Juan really doesn't want to play. Right. Which is sad. Yeah. Did you notice last week and I wasn't here last week so I can comment on it. Mm. But when they were showing like Michael walking up the stairs mm. it was like scary intense music then it switched to like Juan and Chris um and like the other guys Mm -hmm. and the music changed and it was like like almost like superhero music of like the other men coming up the stairs (laughs) beautiful editing wow they're doing a great job in Potomac yeah uh so I mean Juan was willing to talk about like the fact that he's on the same page of Getting remarried to Robin, Mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, But he didn't want to talk about the Michael Darby stuff at all. And then it seemed like he was going to make a big, profound statement. But he was just asking permission to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So he skedaddled out of there. Um, Chris Dillard is is loving having his moment. Chris Dillard. Isn't that his name? No, her name was Candace Stiller oh, before. Oh. I thought you were doing the bit. A bit. Oh, yeah. No, I, oh, Chris Bassett, maybe? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. hounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Him, his ascot. 
I mean, he came ready to serve a look and perform. Yeah. Him, like, lo- like looking around and he, as he's responding to Michael Darby was just a great performance. I think people really like Chris. Really? Yeah. I thought people really like Chris, Chris Samuels. I think people like Chris Samuels, me included, people like I Chris mean, Samuels you, the most. You want to take Chris Samuels as your husband. Yes. He is the nicest man I've ever met on television. Oh my God. You know what? There's something about Chris's. Mm. I've since I've said this in the past about Chris, Chris Lorita. Yeah, you love a Chris Lorita, a um, Chris Samuels, a Chris Dillard. Chris Samuels, like, a nice, just, nice, mm. good guy. Put a wig on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, likes a glass of red wine at, mm. at a dinner, and, like, his hand is too big for the wine oh. glass. <laughs> You're keeping an eye on that. That hand of his, huh? Uh, yeah, not for nothing. Um, no, but he is he's a good guy. I, but I do think that there's a faction of people out there that like Chris Bassett. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably because, like... The brown dick. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, like, I think it's almost why people like Chris Lorita, too, right? It's, like, dealing with the antics. Mm. Like, the way that they deal with the antics of their wife. So, he does a, like... Both him and I guess Chris Lorita do a good job of like playing the game, but not doing like a Ken Todd, a Michael Darby, a Simon Van Campen, a Simon Van Campen of like getting too dirty. Right. Yeah. Be there, but not all the way there. Be there. Care about what's going on, but yeah. you're not like screaming at Karen Huber. Right. You know. Right. Um. And well, like Chris Bassett was like literally. Like holding his wife back, yeah, to have from her not. harming yeah. someone else. Yeah, I just like I know people don't like Candace, and I know I'm not s- supposed to like Aren't, her. She's like Kelly Dodd. Yeah, I just like there's something so watchable about her to me. Yeah, every like I just I love watching her. She's beautiful, yeah, inside and out. And they let the when they let them mother have a moment in the sun sure yeah has she gotten she hasn't gotten confessionals yet the mother that's next season i maybe i don't think so no but ashley's mom had a confessional i think did she i I feel like i always remember when the parents or the children have confessionals Mm, and i didn't notice them but i mean like next season it's coming for her oh yeah for sure yeah yeah Okay, um, Candace suggests that Michael paid off the accusers. The Ray stuff actually is wild. Ray was pretty funny. (laughs) He's like, ladies and gentlemen, there is another man that Michael Darby has assaulted, and he is in this room. It was like like a dinner mystery theater, almost, you know? Everyone's like, who is it? He is sitting amongst us. (laughs) And it was Andy. And of course, Andy's like, oh, well, I guess I didn't mind it. I just think, like, a lot of this stuff wasn't dealt with mm. seriously yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the allegations and, like, it... They decided to not deal with any of it, like, legitimately or mm. seriously, which did a disservice sure. in a lot of ways, I think. But Michael Darby wishes for a better future. For his son, Dean, Dean Michael Darby? 
Dean Michael Darby. Uh, Dean a, Darby. Dean Darby. Dee Dee. A day when any man can walk down the street and grab an ass. Right. I heard a lot of people on social media, like a lot of Australians on social media have been posting like... In support? No, no. Oh. They've been posting like, no, that's not... Because mm, he, he implied yeah. that it was like Australian culture to like hit hit asses. And they're like, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, yeah. Does that even happen in sports anymore? I couldn't tell you because I don't watch a sport. Did you ever play sports growing up? Yeah, like soccer, just like picking at the grass, <laughs> waiting for the ball to come oh, yeah, by. Yeah, it was me, like looking for a four-leaf clover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never found one. No, but, oh my God, there was one one soccer game where I was like, I'm going to have my moment. And it was so, I was like truly a psycho. I run towards like a boy on the other team who has the ball, like run at him screaming and he's so like thrown off and I'm able to actually get the ball away from him because I was acting like a psycho. I was like, ah! Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's part of the rules though. <laughs> no. Where did you play? Miller Field in Sun Island. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weird. My sister, like I was a horrible athlete. My sister went on to be like a division one soccer champion. You were champion. a football star. You were like Friday Night Lights. I had to beg my mother to take you off. Take me off the team. <laughs> after three years. <laughs> take me out, coach. I've no after four years on like the football team from sixth grade to, through ninth grade, I was oh, like Oh, you were a high school star. Uh, uh, it sucked. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it was there was this one guy who was also in my um <laughs> You're like, where are the men? <laughs> who was also in my biology class and he was nice to me mm. and also hot. And I was like, oh mm. Mm. Funny how that I won't out. say his name. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not going to give him a shout out. Huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, the one non-Michael Darby thing, which I wish we had a little bit more, more of this final part, was the Candace Monique moment. Right. Where in, the, in our household here, we were wavering on possibly giving Monique the heart of Potomac. Because like how emotionally she was taking the whole fight with Candace. Right. But then we remembered Robin Dixon is the true heart of Potomac. Also, apparently they're fighting already again. Good. <laughs> and like, it's already on social media. Okay, fine. Love it. Iconic season. One of the best season, modern seasons of Housewives. Yeah. 1000%. If like, I don't think there's anyone who listens to it. Who's who listens to us. Who's not watching at this point, but like tell your friends, tell your mm. parents, tell the people who <laughs> only, who Tell only watch Beverly Hills <laughs> oh. because there's a there's a gross sliver of this world who either only watch Beverly Hills or Beverly Hills is their favorite. I wouldn't tell them. I would cut those people out of your life. Actually, yeah, do that. Yeah, they're, they're like they're they're too far gone. Yeah, yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. Okay, let's go to OC. Okay. Okay, Brendan, I was holding this back in our pre-show. I think this is the most iconic OC trip of all time. Okay. Now, there's like a bunch of reasons. Okay, can I tell you, and the only reason I'm not like wholeheartedly agreeing with you, I just want to set the scene for where I'm at in life. Sure. I've had a very busy <laughs> two weeks, two weeks pass, and I know that's not an excuse, but it's like sometimes catching up on TV mm. and not being able to watch in the moment and like get with the excitement mm-hmm. and then like being on your phone, being busy with sure, work, sure, being sure. tired, yada, yada, yeah. yada. I just like, haven't been able to wrap my head around 
this OC trip as much as I would like to usually. All right. Let me make my case a little bit. Good. Think about prior OC trips. I can't name where they are, who's on the cast. Like there's like bits and pieces. Like you'll never see my face again. There's... I mean, Ireland was iconic. Ireland. Ireland's probably the closest thing. There's... Um, oh my God, I'm trying to think of... Like, they're I'm always like, whitewater rafting. They're always on a whitewater, zip line. Oh, I've never seen with multiple riders in my entire life. Yeah. But well, like, Lori was there for that yeah, one. I remember that. So, but like, who's the full cask? Couldn't tell you. It was like a weird Gretchen, Heather Dubrow hybrid. For this, number one... We will always remember we're at Miraval. Oprah's Miraval, iconic location, Arizona retreat. Isn't that? Isn't there also like a champagne from there There's or something? A, I think that's Mira, Miraval. I think that's like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's champagne. Yeah, I think it's that's like, not called Miraval. I don't think it's. I think it's like Mira, hmm, ball, or maybe I'm like pronouncing it funny. <laughs> um, okay, so. It's also called Miraval, but it's from a place no called Miraval in France. Okay, no wherever. No worries. So we're in an Pretty iconic location. Pretty affordable price point and cool bottle. Number two, number two. We'll always know that Vicky was that. This was like when Vicky was an FOH. Right. Number three. Everyone is having a moment. Like every like we're firing on all cylinders. Right. Everyone's like, fighting. Everyone has like a storyline. Everyone has a plot point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the editing, the cinematography, mm-hmm. amazing. Right. This week we're picking up, like, instead of doing a traditional, like, last time on OC, it's 20 hours ago, 18 hours ago, 10 hours, and, I, I'm like, my, my head spinning. Oh, my God, literally, I was, like, the, the blonde woman with the equations in front of her. <laughs> I, like, I was, like, I could not understand that. Yeah, yeah. Blonde woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about, she's right? She's in jail. And she's thinking. She's doing the math. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I will also want to point out this might be. I would love like research done on this. This might, might be the first time, ever in Bravo history, where not one of the three shows had a tagline oh. in the entire week because they never do taglines for reunions. Mm-hmm. OC had this like iconic intro Mm -hmm. and we're picking up in Dallas no taglines again Mm -hmm. we're in Mexico good our tagline's over do we need taglines we need taglines they need to stay but it's like we only need it for the first episode really like set the tone no we need them we need to get used to them okay sure 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 okay we gotta get used to them you have to set the tone for new watchers Mm -hmm. too it can't just be for like sure 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 okay (laughs) so we're picking up with we're in the room where they were doing the Gym, yoga gymnastics with the strength not strength strength the uh, sheets sheets yeah the strings <laughs> and Vicky saying Kelly cannot step foot in her daughter's school so here's my problem with this when that is uttered it pans to both Tamara and Shannon and you could tell it was like they were putting on their best surprised face yeah, yeah. it was like they knew this was gonna happen sure sure well I think many of the fights here were pre It's like, the Trace Amigas are so sloppy with their, yeah. like, planning of stuff. <laughs> well, even, like, we talked about this, I don't, I don't know if it was the Connor or Alex episode. You don't but, know the difference between your fiancé and an no, Irish man? No, don't. don't get, just can't tell them <laughs> apart. Uh, the footage that was leaked of 
Kelly and Shannon pre-planning the, the, uh, the, the fight. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, that's, I, like, I love thinking about that in the back of my mind while I'm watching this episode. But, like, I feel like the Kelly and Vicky fight is real. And the Emily and Gina fight is real. Right. Um, so, Emily runs back and tells Kelly. And then we get that phone call with the cinematography of, like... <laughs> Well, I love when, when Emily tells Kelly and she like runs over to the kitchen and starts pouring something and it looks like she's pouring alcohol, but it's like sparkling water or right. something. But the way she's pouring is like as if she's frantically pouring herself a drink like Bethany a la Miami. Oh my God, I'm shaking. Yeah. Um, but like her calling and then fighting with the split screen. Amazing work. Beautiful, there. beautiful editing work. Um, so we need to go behave <laughs> with the bees wearing tights. Just the things that they make these women, like the visuals that they make between this and like the mud slinging in Dallas this week. The mud slinging. <laughs> Just like the visuals there. Mm. So speaking of visuals, while the girls are going to the beehive, Kelly is entering the jacuzzi Fully nude. Beautiful. And calls truly. Calls truly. Have you ever spoken nude. to any of your parents when either of you was fully nude? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, Kelly needs to update Jolie on the latest Vicky drama. Oh my, it's so sad. And I was trying to read Jolie's reaction. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get a good read on it. She's like, oh, whatever. Like, she's just, like, saying shit because she has nothing going on in her life. Yeah. It's just, like, to have this young girl have to counsel her mom in this way. Yeah, yeah. Very bleak. And I forgot to mention, what's her ex's name? Michael, too? Is everyone a Michael? Michael Dodd? Yeah. That sounds right. It was funny how, like, she dialed him. And it could be the editing. But, like, she dialed him and he answered and she's like... Vicky said this, it's not true, right? She starts yelling into the phone. Like, if it was me, I'd be like, wait, what are we talking about right now? But she's like that. Yeah. Like, think about, you were there in the audience when she was on Watch Weapons Live. Oh my god, icon. She can't be tamed. I love that we both have seen her on Watch Weapons Live. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. She was the guest when I went, the last time I was invited with Leanne. The the last and last. The last last and final time. (laughs) And Leanne was afraid of her and didn't want to go out with her and her... um, Her her her, age-inappropriate gaze. Her gaze that she met at, like, the Boom Boom Room the night before. (laughs) Okay. What's the other side of the Boom Boom Room called? LeBain. LeBain. It was Mm -hmm. LeBain. Okay. I'm going to sound so stupid, because I've been (laughs) to those places only for, like, parties... (sighs) For parties. No, that sounds stupid, too. Only for parties where I was invited as, like, my friend worked sure. this party and I was invited. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, so then we go to, a, like, a cooking class. And then we got knives out. And I do have to say, like, Emily had a fun moment where, where she's talking about, like, how it's not great that we're hand- handling knives all together. Right. And she's recounting the assaults. And it was more great cinematography. Yeah. We're like, where are you landing with Emily right now? I feel like it's like you're one way or the other. I think she's cementing a place there. I think both Gina and Emily are cementing a place. Gina's, Gina, it's like, I know that they're both have dark storylines, 
But Emily, like, at least to have at least has some semblance of control over her own life in a mm. lot of ways, where mm. Gina seems to just be spiraling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, her whole fight with Emily, was that this week's episode or last week's episode? Um, both. We're, like, making up this episode, more or less. Yeah, but, like... I think we might have fought one more time. But, like, <laughs> Gina being, like, oh, I don't want to go to Vegas because this just happened to me and I don't want it. Like, Vegas is a bad place for mm. me to be. But, like... Her behavior on the show in California and yeah, Mexico yeah, yeah. is like, what? Yeah. Like, maybe you should, like, have someone go put that tequila into a water bottle so it looks like you're drinking <laughs> out of that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, Emily, I, I'm in a good place with. You're in a good place with her. That's yeah, good. her confronting Tamara about Tamara calling her Shrek. I think I was like, good, good for you. Yeah. Although she, Emily was trying a little hard with Tamara during the cooking class. Right. But like, I, I feel like Emily probably didn't want to do that, but she knows she has to do that. She has to. You have to pivot in some way. Even if Tamara's going to make fun of you for trying hard, you still have to try hard. Yeah. I just like Tamara. Oh God. She, I, I wonder do we keep Vicky and not Tamara? I don't... Tamara might be the problem. Yeah. Maybe we thought all along it was Vicky. I feel like I've said it was Tamara in the past. Yeah. Although, we could get rid of both of them, and I think we could survive. Yeah. I think a lot of the ire, though, is being by the community is being directed towards Shannon in a lot of ways. But mm. I think it's really clear that it's mostly Tamara... Yeah. Why are they all, like, why do the th Trace Amigas, like, insist on being a package deal? Do they think that that's going to save them? Oh, yeah, they think it's, like, power numbers. Oh, no. Go be friends with Brownwind. Who, I think, is holding her own. Yeah, she's great. She's the first solo new, I mentioned this in a prior episode, the first solo new OC member that's, like, holding her own in a while. Right. Because Gina and Emily came as a package deal. Mm -hmm. But we had a Lizzie. We had Lydia come back for a little while. Peggy. Peggy, Sulane. Hashtag 100 housewife or whatever. <laughs> Keep it trending. Okay. So Brownwind is lactating at the table. She's been, she's been lactating for 20 years now. <laughs> That's such a long period of time. How many years was 20 years ago? 1999. Yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm a little off with the 20 years, but close, I think. But her oldest kid is like 17, right? Yeah. So, like, think about where you were. It was like... 17 years ago. I was... I was, um... Just a young, a young buck. It was like 2002. 9-11 had just happened. Yeah. Um, I was performatively patriotic because I lived in a um, <laughs> really conservative place. Were you wearing like the the old Navy flag shirt with the year on it that's like instantly dated the next year? That was probably in my repertoire. Mm. Um, I had a like watch that was like an American flag that I wore. And then I dropped I mean, that after like two seconds. You also were performatively, performatively patriotic with your American flag baseball cap that you were wearing for a good solid no, that was like, like three like or four years an ironic, ironic. Mm -hmm. um 
that was a statement, statement yeah. on uh, uh, capitalism the <laughs> and the patriarchy. Sure. Yeah. Eat the rich, bitch. <laughs> oh my god. What's for dinner? Okay. So we get the flashback, which was I, dizzying when it came up. I I couldn't even understand like when this happened. Right. Of Kelly smashing a car with a crane with a graffiti of a pig on it. At one of those like smashy places <laughs> yeah. that people that are all like all the rage for people nowadays. Yeah. Okay. So that spirals into the crying with Kelly and Vicky. Mm-hmm. And Kelly admitting that she's calling Vicky a pig because of Slade. <laughs> Could could it be more meta? Slade's impact. All these years later. Like, Slade never shared the screen with Kelly Dodd. I know. It's maybe time to bring Gretchen and Slade back. Yeah, Gretchen Christine, Butte. I would love to see what Gretchen looks like without Facetune. (laughs) Have you seen her photos? (laughs) It's a work of art. It's like... I've never seen anything like it. Have we seen the baby or no? I'm sure we've seen the baby. Yeah, I'm sure there was like a life and style exclusive. Mm -hmm. Really? I can't even imagine them. That's why I didn't say people. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever been facetuned against your will? I would love to just like see myself with a facetune. One time I took a picture with someone I don't know very well. (laughs) And then the next thing I know it's on his Instagram (gasps) Facetuned. This was a couple years ago. Did you think you looked beautiful? Um, no. Oh. I was like, this is a work of art. Like, <laughs> if I were to do it myself, I wouldn't have done it like that. Sure, sure, sure. You would have like because, painted with a different brush. Yeah, and like I've got like <laughs> freckles and stuff, so there's like parts of my mm. face that are inherently like mm. shouldn't be tuned. Yeah, yeah. So like you, that's a. Uh, an easy clue that it has been tuned. Right. Now that you are a freckleless human. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I surrender, I surrender. But like I'm glad we got this moment, but we know what's based, to come. based on Kelly Dodd. Uh is she good sightings. with anyone right now? Uh okay. Like IRL. IRL. I think she, Emily, and Brownwind are all good. Okay. So I think that house has stayed a, sol- a solid foundation. Yeah, but she's going to somehow betray Emily. Emily's too sensitive of a soul. Like, the, the quickness with what Emily brought up, the fact that Kelly had told her that she messed up during the oh. performance. The, 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 it was on the tip of her tongue. <laughs> and so you know it's always there, you know? So I think Kelly will betray that at some point. Okay. I hope not. But probably. Is is Emily... What sign is she? Is she a cancer? Are you a sign person? Um, I saw the sign. <laughs> Open up your eyes. No, but people are always talking about signs, and I know the gist about, like, mm-hmm. some things. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I only know my sign. Really. What's your sign? Libra. Okay, that's, like, your balance or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, such a boring uh, imagery. Right. My sign is 69. Fun. Okay, speaking of... 69 and Cancer, that's so weird. Brownwind. We do threesomes on, like, momentous occasions, apparently. Monumental, like New York City. Monumental, like New York City. Her husband's going to turn 45 
that's a monumental occasion. But the threesomes are more about her and the other yeah. woman hooking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a sight for the eyes for him, really. Yeah, and that got Tamara. Tamara loves attention, so that got yeah. her interested. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But, but Brownwin's, like, reciprocating. Yeah, but, like, Brownwin, you could do better. Mm. Okay. Go for Stephanie Holman. Yeah, that would be a beautiful, beautiful couple. It's like a mirror. Okay, let's go on over to Mexico. Yeah, for the Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay, Dallas, is it time to talk about Dallas? I'm worried. Okay. Ratings aren't great. It's not in the public uh, consciousness. Conversation. Conversation. No one is talking about Dallas. They made some weird choices with casting this year, I feel. Where's Carrie Duber? Like, the fact that... The community's missing Carrie Duber, of all people, is interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing. Cameron Westcott, <laughs> high camp. Mm, she is high camp. She might be, at this moment of time, my favorite to watch on that show. Just because she's an alien. <laughs> yeah. Her behavior's so weird. Very erratic. The way she talks... Is so bad good. So we discussed this a little earlier. My problem with her and most of the cast is no one is good at arguing their point. Right. So the fights aren't really sticking for me. Right. Yeah, like what are we even fighting about? What are we fighting about? We're fighting about trash. We're fighting about um, clicks. Deandra and Leanne are fighting, but they're not fighting. They just don't like each other right now. Right. So they're not fighting about a thing, but just avoiding each other. Yeah, they're kind of avoiding each other, kind of interacting sometimes. Like when the they're weird, like, when the camera catches thing. them, yeah. Like comparing poop pubes. Yeah. Um this new Carrie girl, I just like I don't get the whole drama about her insisting that Leanne stay in the same room with her when there's more rooms in the house. <laughs> there's more rooms than we even know what to do with. Like, I don't get that. Maybe she doesn't want to wash the sheets. I don't like that she's scheduled everything to like, mm. it's just like bang, bang, boom. Yeah. So we're going to go to the cleansing womb. Well, this is after Steph Holman snuck out of her bedroom to go have a heart to heart with this woman she just met, Carrie. Right. And then, and then Cameron thought she slept outside. Right. And they also, like, do stairs. Mm, yeah, yeah. Randomly. And but they like, already did stairs. The whole place is a whole bunch of stairs. Yeah, but they do, like, the running up the stairs after breakfast. Sure. This house, it's not, it seems nice. I just, like... I just don't know where to, like, get comfy in it. Right. It's like the next thing you know, you're walking down, you're, like, falling down a thing of stairs. What if you want to have a few cocktails sure. and, like... Well, they they did that and lived to tell the tale. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we go to the cleansing room. Deandra, Steph, and Carrie go first. And, like, Steph is really going through it this trip. Right. Well, she just wants to be cleansed. She wants to find happiness. Mm-hmm. And then I also think part of it is her wanting to admit that she's on antidepressants, which, like, great. Good. Right. She's just, like... There are no good people on these shows mm. except for her. Yeah. She's the heart of Dallas. I'm, she, the whole shebang. 
Yeah. Like the whole franchise. Like she's maybe the only genuinely good person on any of these shows. Name a good person. You'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Steph Holman. Okay, so and then DeAndre's like, I'm fifty. <laughs> I need to work on things. She's just like wasted this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still drunk from the night before. Uh, and Carrie like talks about something about her kids, and I think she had fifty fifty custody, so she doesn't. She said she doesn't feel fully connected to her kids. Mm. Hmm. It really that's sad, but it's really yeah. hard for me to land on anything with her right now. Yeah, like I don't know you. I don't know you, and like you're being mean to Leanne. Yeah, but Leanne's being crazy. Yeah, but, like, Leanne's always crazy. So, speaking of Leanne, she's not in the womb for the first the first run. She's out on the beach with Brandy and Cameron. Brandy and Cameron are trying to resolve the trash fight. Oh, yeah, and the napkin thing. Yeah, and, like, someone's crying, Cameron's crying, so Leanne tries to interject and then gets kicked out, and now Leanne's throwing a fit. Right, and when they come back to, like, sit with her, she, like, is like, I'm gonna go for a walk on the beach. Yeah. With that big old braid. The biggest braid I've ever seen in my life, actually. I, I'm loving the look. Yeah, I like the I like the confessional look. I just think she's got a lot of hair. It just seems, for somebody who lives in a really hot place, and to be vacationing in a really hot place, it just seems like a lot of hair to deal with. It's just, like, very lioness to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She is the lion of Dallas. Yeah. So Brandy and Cameron enter the womb. I can't really remember like what their takeaway was. Mm. Um, but Cameron wants to prove she's a fun kooky queen, which she is. But she doesn't like to do like the the R rated pranks. Only G rated for only, her. Only G rated. Has to involve babies. Yeah, baby powder <laughs> in the blow dryer in Carrie's face, which we saw in the trailer. So that was kind of. Already ruined for us. Yeah, I like pranks if they don't involve me, but I if they're too mean spirited, then I don't like them. Like the people who do pranks on camera. What do you mean? Like there's prank shows out there oh. and stuff like that. Like if you're trying to embarrass someone, but then again, like I love when like someone gets scared. Like that video compilation of that gay person getting scared over and over and over again by his friend. Like that was funny. Doesn't Ellen DeGeneres like to scare people? She scared him. Mm-hmm. She scared him like it, the clip aired this morning, okay. like five times in one segment. And unlike Ellen, you know how like unless it's a really famous famous celebrity, she like doesn't interact tons with them. Mm-hmm. She like hid in this guy's dressing room. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she really liked him. Yeah, maybe because he was gay. Oh, she supports LGBT. Yeah. Funny enough. Funny enough. Okay, so we go to dinner. The, this is what I am saying when I talk about Cameron Westcott being high camp. Her behavior at this dinner, truly wild. Her order. I love talking about when the women order. Right. Ordering spaghetti and tomato sauce. Well, I mean, she initially wanted like... Like, bolognese. Oh, bolognese. Bolognese. Bologna. <laughs> you try to like say bologna. I'm not. A, I'm not Italian. Okay. From New York City. Bolognese. We don't have bolognese. But like, also, just order what's on the fucking menu. Right. You're in Mexico. But this is why she's great. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, listeners, if this is gonna offend you. If you are going to a restaurant and ordering 
spaghetti and tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. What if it's an Italian restaurant? If you're ordering spaghetti and tomato sauce. With a meatball? I'll give you a meatball. Especially if, like, the, the restaurant's, like, known for, like, an iconic meatball, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, spaghetti and tomato sauce is, like, what you make yourself when you're drunk at home. Like, mm-hmm. like it requires nothing. Like, you can be, like, half comatose and make yourself a spaghetti tomato sauce at home. Right, but you've got to be sure to turn off the stove. Uh, yes, you sure do. <laughs> um, yeah, when I, when I go out and order pasta, I don't, like, I order a pasta that's, like, a little complicated to make. Oh, my home. God. I had this pesto number in San Francisco. Some of the best pasta I've ever mm, had. Yeah. Like, I love a linguine with clams. Cause like, who wants to, like, scrub the clams? Mm. Like deal with all that though you made us that one i know which was pretty good it was fine (laughs) okay so the only other thing that happens is like brandy and leanne go off and talk about leanne bringing up the past right i don't really care that much and i think this is it for the trip yeah what else we still have another big this was like the appetizer small trip. trip yeah what else are they gonna do this season i don't know and we knew from the trailer yeah, it's just like, why? The wedding? The wedding? The wedding. I don't care about a wedding. Yeah. Okay. You are coming very close to being the freak of the week this week, but... You should name the freak. But luckily, Bethany Frankel has outdone you. <laughs> oh my God. The verbiage that you use for this, maybe I'll say, say it a little differently. It. Yeah. No, don't. Um, so, on Instagram, Bethany was advertising... Skinny, skinny girls, girl bras? The, well, no, the skin was the, this was the official skinny girl account. So it was like some sort of shapewear mm. that she was advertising. Bethany's known to advertise the product on herself. That's kind of like yeah. the thing. Sure. It's the big, original skinny girl. Big for the brands. So the video of her advertising it has Bryn, as usual, out of camera shot face-wise. Mm-hmm. So she's hiding behind Bethany grabbing Bethany's boobs as she's talking about the sh- what did you say shapewear or bra? I think shapewear okay made a baloney made a baloney what did <laughs> I say over. bologna 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ I really thought I was doing something so a lot of Bryn there a lot of Bryn in the note that Bethany shared that Bryn wrote saying sorry about your family I hope you have a good one now Yes, I love you. I think just like these two instances happened on the same day on social media. And it's not like, it's more just on Bethany. Like, why did, why are you sharing these intimate moments from your child who like doesn't have any say and like this will be probably used against you or Jason Oppie will try to use this against you in some instance. Well, as it is, she's not showing her face, which is. Might be a combination of personal choice and also she's not allowed to. Right. So, like, let's, like, pull back a little bit. Yeah. From the Brent stuff. Yeah. And, like, this note, like, this note, obviously, they obviously, Brent 
Everyone's theorizing that Bryn recently learned about Bethany's childhood and mm. how she did not have a good relationship with her mother and father. Her father has since passed. Her mother doesn't speak with her. So yeah. that's kind of clearly what she's talking about. And it's like a sweet note in that instance. But yeah. it's also like you shouldn't be posting it on social for people to speculate about like what is this like really interesting, serious moment for like you and your child to share together. Yeah. It's like there's just some things you don't need to share on social. And I say that as somebody who does social media mm. for, like, a living. Sure. And, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not usually ones to, like, talk about parenting or anything. It's and not like, even parenting. It's not parenting. Like, it's you can like, do whatever you want, but... It's, like, humaning and, like, just, like, what you share on... Yeah. Like, the amount that you share on social media. And it's, it's like, it also makes me worry, given knowing that her... Um, Real Housewives has been used against her in court, or yeah. he tried to use it against sure, her, sure, sure, sure. and he uses her time on Instagram against her, and it's just like she can't help herself, but... Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, let's move on to the Queen, oh, because yeah. the Queen actually did give props to Bethany um, in her recent video that she did for Vanity Fair, so... The Queen is Emmy-winning actress and Real Housewives fan Sarah Paulson, who shared her love for the franchise during a sit-down with Vanity Fair, but revealed one of the show's biggest names was far from friendly in real life. When asked her thoughts on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum Lisa Vanderpump leaving the show this year, Paulson said she won't miss the reality star gracing her screen. She said, quote, I don't want her coming after me on Twitter, but I won't miss her. I'll miss the dynamic she brings to the show, which is the fear of God she instills in everyone, but no, I won't miss her. Um, she went on to say that Lisa Vanderpump wasn't very kind when they ran into each other in an event, saying, I met her once at a party, and she wasn't ni that nice to me. Am I going to get in trouble for that? She wasn't that nice. Um, Sarah Paulson also revealed that if her career were to ever plateau, she might consider a run on the show herself, especially with the franchise in need is Real Housewives of New York. New York. New York is my number one. It's my OG, same. as the kids say. Adding that her tagline would be the same as her Twitter tagline, quote, always hungry. I mean, we know she is a Housewife super fan. Right. And also a New York super fan. Right. You kind of forget, though, because she's, like, in everything and so good in everything. It's not like, like, Chrissy Teigen's constantly talking about it. Sarah Paulson, I'm like, oh, I forgot yeah. that Dorinda once surprised you in the yeah, clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of Sarah Paulson, not on the season of American Horror Story. Are no. you watching American Horror Story? I caught up on the first two episodes, but I'm not caught up on the most recent uh, one. I watched the first one, and I thought, I was like, I don't think I need this. It's fine. It's just, like, not as... It hasn't pulled me in as much as some seasons. Yeah. Like, the, the camp slasher thing is, like... Not doing it for me. Like, I don't even like those types of movies. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, Brendan, how great for you to be back the first time in almost a month. <laughs> oh, I Maybe I'll take two Another? weeks off. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, make sure you leave us an iTunes review. How nice. How nice. Um, follow our Facebook group. Go join it. We have to accept you. Um, on Twitter, Dan's at IDKIDK. I'm at not Brendan. It's um, sweater weather. It's fall, yeah, baby. Finally, come through queen.com slash store. Get your sweater. Get your jumper, as your the, jumper, um, the Irish say. United Kingdom calls it. <laughs> um, 
you can follow us at Instagram. You can follow us where just follow us, you know? Call us at 71747freak or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and you can like, comment, and subscribe. Heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week, both Bye. of us. Bye. <laughs>